Stream is live. While we're waiting. There we go. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Smack Talk. Wow. My name is Mac Davis. I am your host uh, for this week. Just a guest host this week, along with, of course, Mr. Dutch Mantel. How you doing, Dutch? I'm doing good. I'm loving that hat. We brother. need we need to University tell the people we, we have a diploma we, too, don't you? I do have a diploma. This is my official University of Dutch hat. That as soon as I order some more, they will be for sale. So, and I also have for those. It's the official University of Dutch diploma. And I've said this before, when you talk in wrestling with somebody, then they say, well, where did you get your degree in wrestling? Show them the University of Dutch PhD in the wrestling arts for sale right now. And if you want to know how to get them, just email me. Uh, as soon as I get my website up, which I've been saying for about two years, as soon as I get my website up and going, uh, I'll reply to you. But Dirty Dutch Mantel with two L's at gmail.com. There you and go. I'll get, get, get that diploma get back because to you. you need yep. it. That's a great I Christmas do. gift, come to think of it, Dutch. It is. I, I may even gift myself. You should. The, uh, the, the, the diploma. Oh, yeah, it's good. So I make them myself. So, you know, I, I'm totally responsible for, for, for them. So, Mac, we're going to talk about this show tonight. So, what do you think? We are, but uh, before we get into uh, SmackDown, Dutch, I, I got to ask you a question because I saw something uh, in the last week that uh, I got to get your thoughts on, how you felt about it. I tuned into the NWA pay-per-view. You did? During that pay-per-view. Did you have a chance to see that, Dutch? I didn't see the, the pay-per-view. You know, but I, I think I saw what you're talking about. Yes. And I've been in this business. I, I've been in this business for years and years and years. And I'm going to truthfully say I've never seen anything like this. And if you haven't seen it, you can look it up. Oh. Or, Mac, do we have it here? Yes. I, well, we were told that we did, but uh, I can't. I don't see it anywhere for us to pull from from uh but it is available it is out there it's a cocaine spot with uh, uh james mitchell uh at the table what appears to be him snorting coke and passing it around to other people at the table dutch when i first saw that i was kind of stunned i even the announcers oh. when the announcers were trying to describe what was taking place it looked like a train wreck i i have no idea what the purpose was now i'd understand maybe a little bit more if there was some type of a storyline that that was attached to, but it was just kind of thrown in there. Like, Hey, let's go to the father <laughs> James Mitchell and see what he's doing. And he's snorting Coke off of a table. It was the oddest thing I think I have ever seen in professional wrestling. Well, I've never seen it. And it kind of shocked me too. And I went, I, I was, I was watching it and going, who in the F came up with this? Because I don't care who's the boss. If I was the booker, I don't think I would have the balls to, to go up to the owner of the company and say, Hey, got this. I got this great idea for a segment. Why don't we show a bunch of guys sitting around the table and they're all snorting Coke. Wouldn't that be great? I'd be fired probably the next two minutes. So, which leaves the question, 
whose idea was this? I don't well, think it was. I don't think it was James uh, Jim Mitchell. And I don't think. I, do they have a booker other than Billy Corgan? Uh, Billy is the one, uh, as it's been reported. So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. And then the last week is the one who actually came up with the idea. It was Billy Corgan's idea. And what makes it even more concerning, though, Dutch, is the fact that Billy announced that they had a new TV deal coming up uh, and that, uh, you know, this is a big deal for <laughs> yeah. the NWA getting their face on TV again. And I'm not so sure anymore that they're going to be on TV. Now I'm hearing it may all end up being on the app and not on the actual TV itself. Well, as soon as they showed that uh, cocaine spot, I heard, I read that they wrap things up with the WWE to put WWE on. Now, is NXT going there or is SmackDown going there? What are they doing? They're talking about going so many places. It's got me confused. I don't even Uh, know where they're going. NXT is going over to CW. To CW. Yeah, you know, it seems that, uh, you know, CW is making a big uh, deal about wrestling now because they got several different wrestling programs that they've approached uh, that they plan on carrying. Uh, And, of course, NXT was announced, as you mentioned, just after that cocaine spot and after CW got so much feedback from that moment of the pay-per-view that, you know, they announced the WWE NXT uh, addition to their network. It was really just – it was – unexpected i i have to wonder how some of the talent must have felt watching that take place <laughs> during the show if you're in the back let me ask you dutch if you're in the back and you're one of the guys and you see this pop up on the screen in the back and you're watching what are you thinking at that moment well the same thing i thought when i when i first saw it like what the hell are they doing now i didn't look at it and i was i was really i never thought i would see that that's almost a joke the wrestlers used to joke around all the time, said, wow, man, we need to show these people what, what goes on behind the scenes that they don't see. Well, Billy took it right out there and showed everybody. So <laughs> let me ask you this. What do you think was his motivation for that? You know, Any I idea? really don't know, Dutch, and that's the confusing part to me because I – like I said, if if there was some kind of a storyline that that was attached to that made sense for why he was snorting coke, and even then, I don't know what kind of storyline you could do, but I'm, I'm, it was just kind of out there. There was nothing really to it other than watching James snort coke with the people around the table. It was just an odd moment. It felt like somebody took some other show and just dropped it into the pay-per-view for a second and then left it alone again. You know, I don't know what the hell they were thinking, to be honest with you. The the announcers, apparent, they had to know it was coming, but they were still at a loss for words to even describe it. 
Uh, and yeah, I'm just, looking at some of the guys yeah. on that. I'm looking at some of the announcers, and I'm thinking, you know, you got Tim uh, up there, Tim Storm, and you're wondering what's going <laughs> through his mind and how is he supposed to explain what he's watching to the viewers. And it's just, it felt like it was uncomfortable for everybody, but the person that came up with it, and, and that's not a good thing because you don't want that to be something that you're remembered for, for an entire pay-per-view is the cocaine spot. Well, that's what they'll be remembered for. Cause that was the most, uh, out, out, that, that thing was out, outstood everything else. If you don't remember nothing else of what happened on it, you'll remember the cocaine spot. It will go down in wrestling history. And I'm going to tell you, they didn't show it one time. They kept went back to it two more times. So, and I don't know the point they were trying to make. There was no, there was no reason for it, really. They just showed it. Yeah, and that, that, like I say, that's just totally confused me. It it left me just stunned, actually. I didn't know what to say, what to do. I'm watching it just as, you know, as from the aspect of television production in the show itself, and I'm thinking, man, we have just shot ourselves in the foot. This was a mistake. I, I understand the, taking chances, but that was a chance, yeah. I think, that was unnecessary. And it wasn't even in the back. It was right out in the audience. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, draw your own conclusion. I would like to have been a fly on the wall when some of those messages was coming into the CW network. I don't think I have seen reports today, Dutch, uh, just the latest update of that, that there seems to be some talent right now that are not happy with what happened and are now looking to leave uh, the NWA because of that uh, particular spot of the show. Well, Good luck. So, I don't know. I I, I wasn't yeah. I was uncomfortable <laughs> with it because they there's no upside to it unless you have the police no. come in on the next show and arrest everybody around that table and take them out and put them in the car. Now yeah. that's having that's attaching a story to it. So I don't know. By the way, I do want to let our uh, viewers know if you notice there's a little bit of a delay with Dutch and I. We've, we're having some delay issues for some reason. We've tried to fix it, but it's just not happening. So we're doing the best that we can. Uh, Dutch, let's talk about, uh, first of all, your two co-hosts you normally have. They're not here today, and I want to explain to everybody. They're not gone. They're just gone this week. Uh, I'm just filling in for tonight. Uh, but any idea where your two uh, cohorts are tonight? I think one is sick. And I think the other one had a minor emergency, Sid, I think. But I haven't heard anything from them. I just heard that they uh, would not be here. And then they announced my good friend Mac would join me. And that kind of that uplifted me a little bit. So, Oh, that's a good thing. We're going to do that. Yeah, we're going to do the show no matter what. That's right. Let's talk so let's about get, Let's get started. Talking. The very first part of the show, Dutch, I really got to get your feelings on this. We open up with Kevin Owens. He's announced as the guest commentator for the show of the evening. And he's filling in for Corey Graves, uh, who's out with uh, the birth of his new uh, daughter. That's that's a, that's so an congratulations upgrade. Congratulations to him. And- that's, a, that's an upgrade to take Corey Graves away from that table. Yes. He's he's the most <laughs> – I don't, I, don't I don't want to say anything bad about him, but – He's just boring. At least Kevin Owens said something tonight. 
that was relevant. I mean, Corey Graves doesn't ever Kevin say Owens. anything. Kevin Owens actually, uh, and I got a note in here to talk a little about it a little bit later. We can talk about it now. But during the show, I thought Kevin was actually quite comical at times. It, it kind of added something fresh to the show tonight. Yes, he did. Uh, I did feel like tonight's show was a little weak, um, mainly because I, I don't know if it's because they just got back from Saudi Arabia. They're trying to do the best they can with the show, with who they have uh, that's available. But I, I felt it was it was okay. But the beginning, let me go over this real quick, and we'll kind of talk about it. But after Kevin Owens comes out, um, the LWO comes in behind him to the ring for a promo, Rey Mysterio addressing the crowd and saying that at Crown Jewel, Logan Paul – uh, won the U.S. championship only because of the brass nucks, and he doesn't think great, that he won great that match, otherwise. great match too, great match. Yes, you talk about the one at Crown Jewel. Yes, yes, the Crown Jewel match was absolutely incredible. I've said this from the get-go: Logan Paul, love him or hate him, he gives everything he has in every single match I've seen him involved in. I'm really high on Logan Paul. I think he's one of those refreshing talent that uh, just it breathes out of him. You can tell it's just natural for him to do a lot of th things because he's doing things on a limited uh, on a limited schedule, really, Dutch, that is pretty phenomenal for somebody like that and a guy who really has no background anyway, in professional wrestling. What did you think about Logan Paul? Oh, for a guy, <laughs> excuse me, for a guy with no more experience than he has, you yes. you can't tell it. He could hang with the veterans. <clears throat> and one of the things I noticed during the, the pay-per-view from Saudi Arabia, and I'm glad they got back because they're having a, a war over there now. Yes. I would hate to go to Saudi Arabia amidst all that. But Ray did a dive from the outside into the ring, and he was short with it. And Logan Paul dipped under him, caught him, or I don't know. I don't think he would have gotten hurt, but he could have. But he actually saved him an injury, is what it looked like to me. So that's that's what that's what you're supposed to do if your opponent. It was. It was uh, actually. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say that uh, they they did show where. Uh, Logan Paul dropped in to save him, hit his knees, which was also yeah. kind of uh, dangerous for Logan Paul because he's had some knee surgeries and he hit those two knees hard down on that mat, uh, catching Ray uh, to make sure that his head didn't plant into the mat, uh, which was, it was really scary. Uh, they do show and they say that maybe Logan Paul was a little too far back for that move and he had to move in to get Ray because he was too far back. No matter <clears throat> what, whatever happened, no matter what. he saved Ray's ass. He saved him. He sure did. I agree. And he uh, had the the knowledge to step forward and grab him. Yes. So. Yes. Now, Ray, of course, comes out. He's moaning that uh, without those brass nugs, uh, Logan Paul never would have won that championship. Uh, he, then Santos uh, gets involved with Carlito, who comes out. It seemed like they added a lot. Lot of things in this particular area that could have been trailed back it felt like a lot of talk in the beginning i was like we, we covered several different topics all in one you know break here and i came up through radio maybe this is different in wrestling but i've mm -hmm. always believed in one thought per break or stay focused on one thing during the break because if you start throwing in a lot people are going to get confused as to what the message actually is supposed to be mm -hmm. well you agree with that uh, well, uh, tonight was angle night. Every match 
seemed like it had an angle in it, which I kind of like because yeah. you don't expect all that. <clears throat> but Carlitos came off and stooged off. What's the guy's name? What's, uh, what's, Escobar, a, what's the I'm Santos. I'm sorry. Es Escobar. I've been hit on the head a couple hundred thousand times. And you then did. he left and that, that started the whole deal going. And then how did, how did, and then the street profits came out, right? Yep. Street profits. And they had a match. They had a match and they, they beat, they beat Ray, right? Yes. Yes. They, they, well, they, and, uh, at the end of it, uh, what happened was, uh, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits cheated their way basically to a win. Uh, and that brought out um, who was it? Escobar comes back out trying to help Ray. Which he then comes back they out. get in a tiff at the end of the match after Ray loses. And Ray and Escobar, of course, are going at it. Yes. And, it, you know, it just got to the point where, uh, the, you know, he was just took enough and he told Ray, I love you, but he beat the snot out of Ray. And uh, just the whole time saying, I love you. You are my hero. Uh, which you kind of saw that was coming yeah. eventually. Um, but it, they finally pulled the trigger, and we got to see it tonight. But good all angle. hell broke good. loose uh, ringside, and uh, which I thought was, you know, for what it was, it was good. Well, you can look at the clock and tell how long. See, that first match went how long? All, the, 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 it went well, from the opening segment to only, the half hour, right? Yeah, in fact, we only had, I got a note here somewhere. Let me see if I can find it for you real quick. That, uh, bah, bah, bah. I think it was 50, an hour and 15 minutes that we went through that show with only one match. Hmm. One match. I think the entire night we had three matches, if I'm not mistaken, Dutch. Uh, only three matches during the entire night. That's where I think we got a little talk heavy on SmackDown tonight. I enjoyed some of it, but it was really heavy on talk uh, and not so much on the action. Although mm -hmm. there were some was, great moments. <clears throat> yeah, there was. I think this is a memorable SmackDown because they, they busted some angles. Now they have all that to work from. Sometimes you have to have, I call this a maintenance show because yeah. they're setting up for the future. What's the next pay-per-view? Oh, Lord. Uh, I, I, is that in January or no? No, no, no. I think we still have we have one coming up uh, in just a few weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Here, Dutch, I think it's the is it the Royal Rumble that's coming up, guys. If I think that's watching, January. I, know I, got, I see the notes off to the side. What uh, pay per view is coming up here? Oh yeah, I will. I I, I forget. I, I, I really we got do. one coming up. Uh, not Royal Rumble. That, it, no, my that's biggest thing that. again, and that. And, <laughs> You know, let me. I, I can look it up real quick and tell you. We're in no hurry here. Our listeners will tell us. Survivor Series War Games. Thank you. Uh, somebody just sent that. Thank you, John. Uh, and, Thank you very uh, much. Yeah, don't expect to check. We're not. We're not paying you. <laughs> they don't even pay <laughs> we us. We don't get paid either. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I'm looking forward to that. They. I actually enjoyed the show. That first match, though, with Bobby Lashley and Carlito, that was, to me, very boring. They, I mean, they slowed it down. And yes. How old, how old is Bobby Lashley? 40? Or do you know? Bobby's got to be in his late 40s, I would imagine. 
late 40s? Maybe. How old is Carlito? Carlito's got to be 40, doesn't he? Yeah, they're both about the same age. Uh, maybe. Well, maybe Carlito's a little bit older than uh, Bobby. Um, yeah, Bobby may be in his early, the mid-40s, actually. Hmm. But anyway, I, I thought that kind of drug a little bit to the to the end. And then they 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 cranked it up a little bit. So, but I'll, I will give the whole show tonight. I will give it like a B, a B, because it was decent. What did you think of the? What I think of what? Uh, I was going to ask you. What did you think about the uh, the ladies uh, promo segment in the ring? Decent, but that but it was too long. It drugged a little bit. Yes. Yes. Again, but and I, in I seeing felt, in seeing the match I though, talk heavy. I, the action was good. I, I enjoyed uh, the different parts of the show, especially the Dragon Lee uh, guy that mm -hmm. came out uh, with the mask on. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, that match was just incredible, yeah. and and it, even it, the fans were yelling, "This is awesome!" You know, yeah, it was. They kicked ass. And what's that guy he worked with? That was, Cedric Alexander. That was. Yes, Cedric Alexander. Hey, yeah, they both. damn that that's that son of a gun's got it. I mean, yes. I think they had Let's a see. match last week too. They had one recently. This was a rematch uh, again. Yes, and but it was very, very good. And even the fans, and they hardly ever do this at a TV taping or at SmackDown. They were saying this is awesome. So. I mean, yes. they didn't say and, that and back in say you don't back in the day when I hear worked that in the WWE. Yep. Nope, you don't. But they worked; they worked their butts off. And but again, the high spot to me is is Kevin Owens being on commentary because he added yes. a lot to it. What they don't have in WWE, they got rid of the color guys like Lawler. Yes. And I met and, and Bobby Heenan. How good was he? And, and Jesse Ventura, you know, Jim Cornette. Those guys could say something. Not only could you enjoy the match, you could enjoy the commentary. But oh, yeah. all three of them, with with uh, when they were out there, they were just talking about the match and what happened. Well, hell, the fans can see what happened. Give me a color guy to give me the background why this is going on. That's kind of funny, kind of cute, and, you know, you're entertained even by the talking. Yeah, you know, I, I do miss the uh, the color commentary of, like, uh, Jerry the King Lawler. I, I miss those jokes because he, he, he had the ability, and a lot of those color guys have the ability – to make a mundane match interesting because if that match is absolutely ring, you need somebody out there that can still maintain this you know momentum of the show even though the match may not be doing that for him so i i agree i totally missed that and i thought kevin owens did a great job i loved it when yep. he got involved with uh grayson waller uh yep. during uh his match <clears throat> with LA. oh that was good i really started <clears throat> popping for kevin during the show uh, you know, it's just it, you got too many sparkles on your gear, that kind of stuff. All, all great stuff, you know. So. Well, when they when they poured the water on his head, and he sat there and they give him time to leave, then he sets up and then he took off. That was yep. good. I, I thought it was funny too because 
He yeah, said he left because they threw an empty bottle at his uh, announcing friend, his, an empty plastic at his, at his, bottle. <laughs> at his, yeah, at his partner, and it offended him. They shouldn't do it, and he took off. I locked the tie around his neck. Yes, yes, I thought That's, that was funny. That, to me, is, be, is, is being a character. And he was like the highlight of the whole match. I mean, they had a good match, but him adding the comments in added a lot to the whole show tonight. Well, let's talk about L.A. Knight for a moment here, Dutch. Uh, you know, L.A. Knight losing to Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel. And um, tonight, it seems like he's picking the ball back up and still running with it. I think a lot of people weren't sure where we were going to go with Logan Knight. I mean, I'm sorry, L.A. Knight um, after the pay-per-view. Are you happy with what direction he seems to be moving in? You know, L.A. Knight has been the topic of conversation and people ask me, do you think that L.A. Knight will beat Roman Reigns? And not to be crude or rude, I said, not no, but hell no. Remember <clears throat> how long it took the WWE to concentrate on Roman Reigns and getting him over. It took, it took three years, and they are not willing to risk a three-year investment on a guy, nothing against him, on a guy that's unproven. And L.A. Knight is unproven. Yeah, he's over with the people, but you can't, if you put the belt on him, I can't imagine where they would go with that at all. But, and I watched the match. Did you see the match in Saudi Arabia? Does he, he doesn't need a belt, though, does he? No, not really. He just needs to ch- he just needs his challenge. Yeah, I, I saw and the he's match got a lot of. I thought he did a great he, job. But there was something missing in that match. I mean, the people weren't popping for LA Knight like they do in the States, but something was missing in that match because Roman, he was playing to the crowd about half the time. Yes. But. But L.A. Knight, see, I think they. this is what I think. He had a pretty long match tonight. I think they need yes. to get away from the long matches with L.A. Knight and give him those, like, five-minute deals, get him over, and then run him. Now, but, see, he's got other opponents. Him and Logan Paul would make a hell of a, hell of a match. Yes. Him and even Jason Waller and, and his partner. Because he's punched both of them, uh, not him. I mean, but no, he did. He punched, punch, but I'm thinking about Kevin Owen. But they would be great opponents for him. So he's got an opponents. But you keep running him against Roman, which they're not going to do. I mean, they they run the risk of disinterest from the fans. But they're going to have to put a belt on him somewhere along the line to to keep him over. But talking about the match they had in Saudi Arabia, in my eyes, I've seen better TV matches than that match because it really didn't have something. Again, I'm going to go back. Something was missing in that match, but I can't pinpoint it. I think the people wanted to watch and maybe not scream so much because I think they kind of knew the finish anyway. They didn't want to get too invested in it because they knew that he, he wasn't going to win. I hate to say that, but that's that's the nature of wrestling. 
Let me ask you, while we're talking about Roman Reigns uh, and L.A. Knight, uh, of course, not dethroning Roman, who do you think inside WWE needs to be the person to dethrone Roman Reigns? Well, it looks like Cody, Cody Rhodes. And Cody Rhodes, and I, I've said this on, on another uh, interview I did, Cody Rhodes, when he broke his shoulder, it was actually beneficial to him, even though he had a bad injury, because that gave the WWE time for yep. Endeavor to take over the company and for Vince to be kind of moved over. So he was out for eight or nine months where uh, all you heard about him is he's coming back. He's coming back. And then when he did get back, of course, they run him against. He had a match with Roman before he got hurt or after. Remember? Yes. Can you remember that? Yeah, it was it was it was uh, before I believe Roman, right? Okay, but while he was gone, I think the people kind of the people got to want you back, and I think they wanted him back. They really did. And he come back. Now they have a idea in they, their head that they want to go with Cody because they wanted him to do <clears throat> talk a lot about Dusty, his father, when he was in AEW and he wouldn't do it. He refused to be in certain angles. And that tells me yep. that he was, he was saving it for WWE. Now he lost the first match against Roman he may lose the second, but that's part of hard times, isn't that the isn't that the bottom uh, essence of his of his push? Hard times, like his father, and he's yep. got to have hard times. And I think finally, when they do put it on him, uh, I think Roman takes a he takes a break, and by that time, now you got this heel coming along that I really really like. Gunther, and I think they can put him against uh, Cody and still do business, big-time business. And then Roman gets away, and then he comes back fresh. So they got the ball rolling. Now what about the rumors? What What about the rumors of uh, Roman Reigns versus The Rock at WrestleMania? Uh, do you think that should happen, or do, and have The Rock take that belt? I mean, but 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 that but that kind of went away, didn't it? I'm he made that so appearance. Sure. I, I, it's gotten quiet, but I don't think it's going away. Well, I, I think it's, I haven't, they haven't even alluded to that. I think they would have alluded to it more by now, but th that is, that is the ultimate WrestleMania. I think, because I think Roman wants to do something that's never been done before. I think this would, would be the biggest WrestleMania yes. they ever could have if they go with The Rock and and Roman Reigns. Now I agree. I think that's big box office. I think that that will put no asses in seats. And, uh, and I don't see another matchup uh, outside of those two that really have that kind of a draw. I mean, you no. can announce that match, and they would be sold out the next day. Yep. I think they'd be sold out that same day. They they really would. I mean, yes. especially those. No, it would just sell out. 
If you can order tickets online, I, I think you'd have to wait to even order the tickets. A few minutes anyway. Yeah, and I would be interested. <laughs> I, I I would be interested in seeing that match. I would because too. when's the last time? When's the last time Rock had a match? The last time that I remember a match of that magnitude that I wanted to see was Hulk Hogan versus The Rock. I think that was number mm -hmm. 18, maybe, WrestleMania 18. Um, but just that was a match that was really exciting to watch. It was big. I think Rock's getting to an age right now where, you know, his his ability to perform on a high level in the ring is, is becoming slimmer and slimmer of chances of him doing that. So he doesn't need to wait another year or five years down the road to try to come back and do one last match. The match with Roman Reigns would be the match for both of them, uh, really, to cap their careers. Well, I, I think The Rock, when is WrestleMania? In, in April? April, yeah. About six months from now, correct? Correct. So it would probably take him six months to get in, like, ring shape. He may be spending all this time getting ready. So we'll see. If they did that, and if I was Endeavor, I was the head of Endeavor. I mean, you know, Vince is not the head of it anymore. But if I was Triple H, I'd say, I'd say book it if you can. I would book it. And that's the biggest you, you can go. I don't even care what the other matches are. It would sell out with that just that match. I agree. I agree. And there's a lot of other things they could do with Cody without having to be in that match. Uh, I, I really felt like Cody's chance was really at the last WrestleMania. Uh, that's, that's where I really thought Cody had the opportunity. I'm not so sure that I'm as behind that run as much as I was before that match. Um, but that can all change. You give me a storyline I can really bite into. Give me some real heat that uh, causes me to mm -hmm. want to watch it more, and I, I could get behind it. Uh, but right now, I, I feel like he's kind of in a, a holding pattern in a lot of ways, he waiting to see which direction he's actually going to go. Well, he is. He's but, in a holding yeah. pattern because they, uh, they don't I know. know we're running I don't, out of time here because I know we're uh, we're getting out of time here. But go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I was listening to you. Hey, I, I'm delayed. I, I'm de <laughs> I'm delayed anyway. So I'm waiting on you. Yeah, I, I've Any questions? For those watching, we are having delay issues tonight, so uh, just bear with us. But let me ask you, uh, Dutch, about uh, the final match of the night, and that was the ladies uh, in a six-woman uh, uh, tag team match. What were your thoughts on that match as they closed out SmackDown tonight? Love the finish. Yes. I love the finish when Bianca went for the tag, and zoop, she, got, she got the shorthand. Yeah, Asuka would not tag. Oh, man, and then went in there, and then the Japanese girls and all, they had a reunion, and then they got Bailey in there, and Bailey was leery. She was leery going in there because, I don't know, she didn't see it coming, but it, it was very good. Yep. That's I like, I, I like a show that really turns things around. This show tonight turned everything on its head. <clears throat> now creative can go in. Excuse my voice. Creative can go in or with with a whole slate, and they probably already booked next week and the week after that anyway. Yeah. But they did execute it very well tonight. So my hat's off to uh, to Paul 
and the creative team, good job. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the match. I thought that the uh, the Oscar surprise at the end with the uh, the mist, uh, it came out of nowhere, which I you know I did not expect it. And that's when that's when wrestling's fun. When you when something that's, happens you yeah. don't expect, that's when wrestling is done right. So yep. Uh, and, say, Dutch, we're out of time uh, for this week. Uh, anything you got coming up we need to talk about? Uh, well, if you're interested in my hat the University of Dutch official hat, write me at dirtydutchmantel at uh, uh, gmail.com with two L's, mantel with two L's, and the official University of Dutch diploma. That looks pretty good, doesn't it? How was that? How was that? It does look good. Thank you very much. So write me at same Gmail email address, dirtydutchmantel with two L's, gmail.com and i'll get right back to you so what happened to our two co-hosts tonight what happened to uh are you may what happened to rick he had to work i I, you know i have no idea got a call at the last minute saying hey are you available tonight and i said yeah sure so when they told me who i was working with i was like yeah that's no problem at all so okay well i apologize to everybody for the delay and if you think it's frustrating for the you guys listening it is really frustrating for us because we don't know what's going what's coming or anything but uh we apologize and glad you sat through it enjoyed myself any any closing thoughts mr mack i i want to mention real quick i got a uh, uh roland curtis <coughs> sent in a uh, a message uh I guess he's paid some money for it. So let's make sure we ask this question. He says, you guys are the best experts to ask this. Similar to the gimmick of the Samoans being impervious to head attacks, shouldn't all these Japanese wrestlers, Asuka, Nakamura, uh, Io Sky, Kerry Sane, shouldn't they all do the mist? What a... If they all do the mist, that makes the one that actually does it it, it doesn't make her special anymore. Correct. Because if anybody can do it, and then you get to thinking, well, hell, if they can do it, why would an American figure that out? Yeah. And why wouldn't they throw the mist or something like that? No, I, I, I think this one Japanese girl, and I will say one thing, those Japanese girls stand out. Their outfits are just, it fits them. And yes. that's, plus they're very, very good in the ring and again i enjoyed the show tonight yes, and how long did the show go how long did that show go you think 30 minutes our show uh, about to almost 40 minutes we're coming up on 40 minutes how long did the, the smackdown it went what was the longest match on smackdown tonight the first one I, I did not time it, but I would say that that was probably the L.A. night match. It went. It seemed like it, it dragged on a little bit long to me. <laughs> LA night, it, he, he's, <laughs> I think he, I think he has to start back now getting getting himself over all over again because now they don't know. I think his match with, with Roman may have hurt him more than they think. So we'll see where they go. I think he's, I think he still has it, but they got to put him with the right opponent. 
and and that's what they're looking for right now. Dutch, I enjoyed it, my friend. I'm sorry that we had the delays because, as you say, <clears throat> excuse me, it is kind of hard to have a conversation when you're talking on top of each other constantly. You don't know what, <laughs> what the, the person's actually hearing. But I've enjoyed it. I look forward to doing this again in the future. Uh, anytime they tell me that you uh, need a co-host and uh, somebody to fill in, I will always pop <laughs> in and be here with you because I enjoy our conversations. This has been Smack Talk. I'm Mac Davis. That is Dirty Dutch Mantel. And you'll see him and the other guys again next week, same time, same place, right here on Sports Kita. Make sure you go down there and please subscribe because anytime you hit that subscribe button and you know as soon as we drop anything, it will come into your notifications and let you know that we're live or on the air. So we'll see you next week. We the people. Peace.